Hey, Wiki listeners, it's Rachel. And Victor, did you know I host the fantastic NYC talent show every Monday night at the Parkside Lounge in New York City? It's an off-off Broadway showcase where you can see New York's underground performance art up close. We've got weekly special guests like Colin Quinn, Janine Garofalo, Tone Bell, and lots more. Use the code WIKILISTEN for a special discount on tickets when you go to nyctalentshow.com. That's nyctalentshow.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is the Wikipedia page for Parkinson's Law. Welcome to Wikilesson, the podcast where we read Wikipedia pages and provide commentary. I'm Rachel Teichman, LMSW. And I'm Victor Vernado, KSN, reminding you all to subscribe. That's right, everybody. Subscribe, because it's the law. Um, Parkinson's law. Well, if you ever heard that phrase where people say that uh, it may be a phrase, it may be a saying, but it's an idea that work always expands to the time allotted for that work. This is part of where that comes from, which is Parkinson's law. Well, let's get into it, because I kind of like disagree with the reason for it, I think. So let's just jump in. Parkinson's Law Not to be confused with Parkinson's Law of Triviality. Parkinson's Law is the observation that the duration of public administration, bureaucracy, and officialdom expands to fill its allotted time span regardless of the amount of work to be done. This was attributed mainly to two factors, that officials want subordinates, not rivals, and that officials make work for each other. It was first published in 1955 by the naval historian C. Northcote Parkinson as an essay in The Economist. He gave as examples the growth in the size of the British Admiralty and Colonial Office, even though the numbers of their ships and colonies were declining. The growth was presented mathematically with the formula X equals 2K to the M plus P divided by N 
in which K was the number of officials wanting subordinates, M was the hours they spent writing minutes to each other. The essay was then published with other similar essays as a successful book, Parkinson's Law, The Pursuit of Progress. It was translated into many languages as the law seemed to apply in other countries too. History, articulated by Cyril Northcote Parkinson as part of the first sentence of an essay published in The Economist in 1955. It was reprinted with other essays in the 1958 book Parkinson's Law, The Pursuit of Progress. He derived the dictum from his extensive experience in the British civil service. The current form of the law is not the one to which Parkinson referred by that name in the article, but rather a mathematical equation describing the rate at which bureaucracies expand over time. Much of the essay is dedicated to a summary of purportedly scientific observations supporting the law, such as the increase in the number of employees at the colonial office while the British Empire declined. He showed that it had its greatest number of staff when it was folded into the foreign office due to a lack of colonies to administer. He explained this growth using two forces. One, an official wants to multiply subordinates, not rivals. And two, officials make work for each other. He noted that the number employed in a bureaucracy rose by 5-7% to 7 per year, irrespective of any variation in the amount of work, if any, to be done. <laughs> it's so funny. Parkinson's Law was translated into many languages. It was highly popular in the Soviet Union and its sphere of influence. In 1986, Alessandro Nada complained about the swelling bureaucracy in Italy. Mikhail Gorbachev responded that Parkinson's Law works everywhere. I think that um, the thing about Parkinson's Law, which probably irks me the most, is like when people just make work for other people. Mm -hmm. like, I can't stand it. Well, you know that. You've seen me in meetings. Oh, like when, all the time. <laughs> yeah. And so when people make work for other people, like if I'm in a meeting and somebody's like, oh, could you give me a detailed pitch of that budget? Like I was in a meeting before and I was like, to what end? You know, I was like, why? Why are we doing that? What are you going to do once you have the detailed pitch? Because I want to know if it's worth doing it. Yeah, see, I don't like it either, like in meetings and stuff when people ask me to do things, but... But then I have to, like, check myself because, like, that's my job is if somebody asks me to do something uh, within reason, I'm supposed to do it. Well, yeah, if it's not your job. But in my case, it was not my job. In fact, I hate when that happens, especially when you're pitching to people, if they create work for you to pitch to them. Like, if it's not worth it, then, then I just don't do the work at all because I'm just like, I'm not going to do it. And that's actually got me jobs. So, like, they paid me so that I would start working on it. That's interesting. Yeah. Corollaries. The first reference meaning of the law, work complicates to fill the available time, has dominated and sprouted several corollaries, the best known being the stock standard corollary to Parkinson's law. If you wait until the last minute, it only takes a minute to do. Other corollaries include Horseman's corollary to Parkinson's law, coined by Mark Horseman of website managertools.com. Work contracts to fit in the time we give it. The Asimov corollary to Parkinson's law. In 10 hours a day, you have time to fall twice as far behind your commitments as in five hours a day. As well as corollaries relating to computers, such as data expands to fill the space available for storage. Yeah, see, this is the first one is the one that I keep thinking about. If you wait until the last minute, it only takes a minute to do so. 
because like you and I were talking off camera about this and I gave the example of in college it doesn't like if they give you a deadline of one month or one week to complete a paper it doesn't matter because if you give one month it's not like the student will be working the whole month and making it really good because most students are going to wait until the last day anyway. Right. And so that's, I mean, that's a corollary. I mean, I wouldn't have pulled the word corollary out of my butt had not it been written in front of me. But it, it was what was missing from our conversation. Work complicates to fill the available time is what I was talking about. But it is similar and a corollary to if you wait until the last minute, it only takes a minute to do. Mm-hmm. Wiki listeners, you can support us by listening to this message while you procrastinate. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Thanks for listening to that message, everybody. Let's get to some generalization. Generalization. The law can be generalized further as the demand upon a resource tends to expand to match the supply of the resource if the price is zero. An extension is often added. The reverse is not true. This generalization has come to resemble what some economists regard as the law of demand. Namely, the lower the price of a service or commodity, the greater the quantity demanded. This is also referred to as induced demand. Well, that makes sense. Formula. Observing that the promotion of employees necessitated the hiring of subordinates and that time used answering minutes requires more work, Parkinson states, quote, In any public administration, departments not actually at war, the staff increase may be expected to follow this formula for a given year. X equals 2K to the M plus P over N. I'm not good at math. Where X is the number of new employees to be hired annually. K is the number of employees who want to be promoted by hiring new employees. Um, it's also what every kiss begins with. M is the number of working hours per person for the preparation of internal memoranda, micropolitics. P, difference, age at hiring, age at retirement. N is the number of administrative files actually completed. Related efficiency. Parkinson also proposed a rule about the efficiency of administrative councils. He defined a coefficient of inefficiency with the number of members as the main determining variable. This is a semi-humorous attempt to define the size at which a committee or other decision-making body becomes completely inefficient. In Parkinson's Law, The Pursuit of Progress, London, John Murray, 1958, a chapter is devoted to the basic question of what he called comatology. How committees 
government, cabinet, and other such bodies are created and eventually grow irrelevant or are initially designed as such. The word comatology has recently been independently invented by the European Union for a different non-humorous meeting. That's funny. Empirical evidence is drawn from historical and contemporary government cabinets. Most often, the minimal size of a state's most powerful and prestigious body is five members. From English history, Parkinson notes a number of bodies that lost power as they grew. The first cabinet was the Council of the Crown, now the House of Lords, which grew from an unknown number to 29 to 50 before 1600, by which time it had lost much of its power. A new body was appointed in 1257, the Lords of the King's Council numbering fewer than 10. The body grew and ceased to meet when it had 172 members. The third incarnation was the Privy Council, initially also numbering fewer than 10 members, rising to 47 in 1679. In 1715, the Privy Council lost power to the Cabinet Council with eight members, rising to 20 by 1725. Around 1740, the Cabinet Council was superseded by an inner group called the Cabinet, initially with five members. At the time of Parkinson's study, the 1950s, the cabinet was still the official governing body. Parkinson observed that from 1939 on, there was an effort to save the cabinet as an institution. The member had been the membership had been fluctuating from a high of 23 members in 1939 down to 18 in 1954. A detailed mathematical expression is proposed by Parkinson for the coefficient of inefficiency, featuring many possible influences. In 2008, an attempt was made to empirically verify the proposed model. Parkinson's conjecture that membership exceeding a number between 19.9 and 22.4 makes a committee manifestly inefficient seems well justified by the evidence proposed. Citation needed. Less certain is the optimal number of members, which must lie between 3, a logical minimum, and 20. Within a group of 20, individual discussions may occur, diluting the power of the leader. That it may be 8 seems arguable, but is not supported by observation. No contemporary government in Parkinson's data set had 8 members, and only the unfortunate King Charles I of England had a committee of state of that size. Well, there you have it. That's Parkinson's Law. Dude, Parkinson spent a lot of time um, throwing shade at the British Parliament. He wrote a whole book about it. He sure did. I think a lot of people still do. I'm sure. Um, have you ever seen insults in British Parliament? Uh, no. Like, they make a game out of insulting each other. Do they really? Yes. That's very you British. You should watch some videos of British Parliament insulting each other because it's pretty funny. Their whole thing is like they try to be as clever as possible. I watch a lot of um, British television on YouTube, and there's a lot of people who love to criticize their government, which is fair. I'm sure there's plenty to criticize, and like there are lots of homeless, poor, and hungry people in Britain, and, and that's a problem. But you know what? They still have universal health care, even though it's flawed. And I wish we had universal health care. All right. Great information. So if they want to insult each other, that's fine, because they give their people health care. This has been the Wikipedia page for Parkinson's Law. Thanks for listening to Wikilisten. You can find us at wikilisten.com and on all social media and on TikTok at Wikilisten. 
except for X, which is at wiki underscore listen. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts because it really helps us out. Check us out on YouTube for more content. And don't forget to smash that subscribe button with your math equation. If there's a particular page you'd like us to read, let us know. We'll read it. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.